What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Today is the second of July. Uh, this is the second episode in our daily elections roundup podcast coverage series. Yeah. Yes. We, uh, we, yeah, the daily podcast because there's so much going on every day. We have to actually put our thoughts down on paper every single day. Yeah. Yeah, there's really so much. I, I mean, I don't know how it was in the last election, 2015, but holy shit, man. Now, I think because everything really is online, yeah. uh, everything is... I mean, previously, the rallies and all, what is said during rallies, you don't really capture it on, on in a shareable format. But yeah. now it's like, holy shit, but man. But I'm seeing a lot of that. Like, a lot of my friends in their mid to late 30s even, they're saying, oh, I never I never bothered so much for an election before. How come this one, I'm, I'm so, I'm oh, so really? fascinated by it? Yeah. A lot, a lot. And have they, have they, have they come up with any reasons? Uh, or I mean, they say they. I don't know. No, they haven't. That's why I wanted to ask you. Like, why do you think you specifically uh, give more of a shit this time than than five years ago? Uh I think. I mean, I think a, as part of what we have done for the past few years about making content around issues that we feel strongly about, uh, I think it's a natural evolution. But also. I, f- I feel I have enough life experience to actually understand what they're talking about now and what the implications could be. Mm. I actually think COVID-19 right. also has trained everyone to to really examine government policies and, and li- like literally wait there for Lee Sien Long to make announcements. Remember the days when Lee Sien Long made an announcement <laughs> yeah, and then we fucking <laughs> run to NTUC. So now it's like every time there's an announcement, everyone's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. But it's for election. Ah. But it's a good thing. Yeah, actually. It's, it's good. Yeah. Eh? yeah. Actually, yeah, like, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, like what you said, one, since when in the past, right, has uh, a political statement so directly impacted us in such an immediate way? Yeah. Because last time you hear NDP budget rally, you're like, okay, cool, the next year, this is going to be the financial situation, sure, why not? But yeah, like what you said, I still remember that day Lee Sien Lung announced he's going to do his first uh, broadcast. That yeah. was when he announced the circuit breaker, right? Yeah. Literally, there was a certain like, oh fuck, the whole country was like, oh shit. And when has that ever happened? Yeah. And I think like, yeah, actually like what you said, like because it became like our lives like changed just immediately, right? Mm. Everything after that, it almost was so influenced by political statements and politi- like policy. Like never before, you know, when else? Mm, yeah. Right. It is, it is an interesting actually, thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so I mean, uh, it, it, that's great because for us, we actually, I mean, we find it a lot of things funny. Uh, including yeah. even all the stuff that happened yesterday, and what was the big thing that happened yesterday? The big thing that happened last night, oh, which last I honestly did not. Hey, wait, wait, fuck no! Oh, Remember, sorry, we sorry. Yeah, yeah, plug this podcast. <laughs> we need to plug this podcast. We cannot forget. We always forget. <laughs> we were so excited by <laughs> we it that we always forget. Fucking forget. Yeah. So, uh, thank you all so much for listening. I think now we are consistently in. I mean, the past few days we are like number eight in on the Spotify, uh, po- top podcast, which is fucking awesome. Um, we are going to continue doing this daily podcast. So if you enjoy this, enjoy a segment, uh, it would be great if you could share it with just one person. I don't know, send the link, post it on Insta Stories because we have been getting a lot of good feedback. So we realized that, okay, people are enjoying this and sh- appreciating our perspectives and also opening us opening us up to debate like, because our subreddit is super active and even yesterday, the day before, we've been getting comments and I need to make a few clarifications later on in this podcast. But yeah. yeah. But I, just, mean, I think uh, yeah, why why the ranking is 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 uh very telling is that we are actually talking about politics, you know, something that traditionally mm. people, young people find really boring and everything. But the podcast has been only going upwards, uh, which is 
telling you something about the general population, everyone engaging a lot more with politics and, and finding it interesting. Uh. Uh, but not only yeah. that, uh, also the fact that for the first time, I think the top eight podcasts on Spotify, Singapore's charts, are really podcasts. They're not like some fake, like, you know, mix of music mm-hmm. that they pop up as a podcast yeah. to get to get the views and all. So, so yeah, yeah it's, it's just something cool. Yeah, it's, it's quite cool as well. Uh. And I mean, you know, we keep saying that, oh, you know, people have never cared about uh, politics so much. And if you're, maybe if you're younger, uh, where in the previous elections you were too young to maybe, you know, I don't know, keep track of news and all. Yeah, in the previous elections, there were a large population, part of the population who just did not give a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so that's why now it's it's interesting la. And I guess what showed was the thing you mentioned that happened last night, which mm. I didn't even know was fucking happening until I saw it on Facebook, which was a live political debate between PAP and uh, and reps from three of uh, the other opposition parties. Uh, and why is such a big deal? Uh, is that very few people know this uh, But Singapore used to have political debates at every general election, all the way until nineteen eighty eight, when if you go in Google nineteen eighty eight general election debate, you will come up with a very interesting clip and maybe you will understand why after that there were no more political <laughs> debates. Yeah. We will leave, I think we just leave it as that and let you go and watch and figure out for yourself why okay, there were no... Okay. Can we please talk about it because it's so fucking awesome. But I thought maybe we should talk about what is happening today first. La. And then maybe your one shock thing. Okay, okay, yeah. Or I can talk about okay, that in okay. my one shock. I'll sacrifice my one shock thing to talk about okay, that. Okay, your one shock <laughs> thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then we can talk but, about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yesterday it was a debate that was uh, broadcast on CNA. I think on the TV, on Facebook, on YouTube. And I mean, just... I caught wind of it halfway and I decided to watch it after because I, th- I think I mentioned on this podcast, I have this awesome Chrome extension that allows you to uh, increase the speed of any video uh, on on Facebook, Instagram, whatnot, to 1.5 times, 2 times. So it helps when you're watching longer videos. Like. But anyway, um, I watched it after and within I think one hour or two hours of the debate, it had racked up like 270,000 views just on Facebook alone. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, which is quite monumental for a one-hour video on politics. Mm. And I mean, I know uh, parliament sessions are generally recorded and you can watch it online, but I'm can. i I'm assuming that before this election, no one gave a shit about watching it, but the fact that people were watching that is awesome. Yeah, I actually saw it on TV while it was live oh, yeah. and it was a... Uh, it was fun. Uh. It was like I, I sat down with my you know, my wife's side of the family and actually watched it. So it felt like wow, a family event, you oh, know. Then you then you missed out on the live comments, dude. I mean live you comments. Have to watch it okay. on Facebook. <laughs> but you want to be there, you know, you want to be there then then and enjoying the you know, the debate going on. Which was, was it was very uh interesting, uh, interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, so 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 yeah. what was like your what how you watched it right from the start, is it? From the start, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you know about it? I saw yeah, I saw a posting on Facebook that there will be political debates today. And I was like, oh fuck! And then I, then I I I, I you know I remembered that political debates had been banned since all this uh, haven't been held since nineteen eighty eight. Not banned. Not banned. Not banned. Yeah, yeah. So I was very interested la. And then I think there was a WhatsApp circulating around that Nicosia was say, saying that she would be the one presenting for Workers Party. So I was like, oh, oh. cool, Nicosia, we get get to see her, you know, her her version of East Coast plan. So I was really looking forward <laughs> to that lah. So admittedly, when I saw it was just a panel of men, I was like, eh, how come it's like eh, uh, no Nicosia? But okay, it was it was still some something to behold lah. And for for so, you, like like what yeah. what was the the biggest imp- uh, first impression that you had when you when you first I mean, saw I w- it? I la? was I was fucking happy, and I did 
go in thinking like, okay, this is, you know, it's going to be almost like, I don't know how scripted to a certain extent and it isn't going to have that raw, authentic feeling. But holy shit, man, I actually felt nervous kind of watching it because like the format was essentially there were two halves. The first half uh, revolved around like each opposition party getting a minute and a half to respond to questions and a minute and a half to respond to such heavy questions, right? Mm. Holy shit, yeah, I felt nervous watching it, like, but I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. Like. Yeah, so those who haven't watched it, uh, I think definitely watch it, but if you just want to lay it out there, uh, PAP's representative was uh, the minister, Vivian Balakrishnan, very seasoned veteran mm-hmm. in politics. Uh, then uh, Workers' Party was uh, Jameis Lim, new candidate, mm-hmm. uh, also, and, and we'll talk more about him, I'm sure. Uh, and then the PSP was uh, Francis Yuan, Francis Yuan, uh, Mm. Who is a? I think he's a ex-military, if I'm not wrong. Uh, a bit, mm-hmm. a bit slightly older gentleman, lah. And then the last but not least was also a, a political veteran, Chi Sun Juan of the Singapore Democratic Party. All dressed mm. in their part, their party uniforms. They were seat, seated at a round table, all facing each other, with the moderator also somewhere sit, seated amongst them, lah. Um, yeah. Mm. So it was just a. I was very curious about how the format would be, cause how. How the previous kind of uh, the the previous uh, debates like almost thirty two years ago was very yeah. was very adversarial. Like it felt like that kind of typical debate where there are two tables, two teams, that kind of thing. Uh, PAP versus yeah. opposition. This one was like literally a round table where you know they sat and they could address each other like really like uh, two meters or one point something meters away from each other, like social distancing. So they're one point something meters mm. away from each other and they could really look each other in the eye and talk talk to each other. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't have, we don't have to cover the, everything that happened, but what were the big points for you or how 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 would you see it? I guess, first of all, uh, it's it's so funny that, you know, okay, that, that it seems to be to, a, to, to be a politician, right? You need yeah. to, and when you want to sharing your ideas, you need to adopt a stance of like, putting your hands together yeah. in like a praying <laughs> kind of thing. It's so fucking common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, maybe it's, it's to do with the, the how they were seated also, lah, right? The height of the table, everything. I don't know, man. Isn't it isn't it an Instagram trend? You know where people like put their hands together and oh, like look. And what's it called? Huh? Yeah, is isn't it's, there a, a name for that thing or something? Like fuck, like the supreme pose or, so, or am I just so out of date? Uh, maybe we both are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but I get what you're saying, lah. Like they just put their hands yeah. together. It's sort of like the fingers yeah. touching each other. It's almost like forming a pyramid kind of like, right? And then they, yeah, that's they, right. they point at and each other like that. It's almost, it's and especially for Vivian Balakrishnan, who's a seasoned politician. Yeah. The way he was doing it, right, was almost like to kind of, I don't know, like, you know, you hear this thing, you should never point with your fingers yep. and all this stuff. So, and I think, I guess Jameis also was doing it. Uh, Chi Sun Juan just looked out, looked like he was out to kill <laughs> yeah, Malakrishnan. Yeah. So, the posturing was interesting and I guess because, you know, our podcast, we're like, we, we swear and all the shit. Yeah. And for them to do it so eloquently, so, so, wouldn't say censored, but so wholesome, right? I found quite impressive. Yeah. And then, and I think the yeah. the moderator really like, I mean, his, he was probably really brief, like okay, one and a half minutes, one and a half minutes, you gotta stop them. So, so he the I think, the, yeah. he was a what? <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, so I thought he actually did a pretty decent job la, of moderating. Although although he didn't really have to do much other than time keep the time la, right? 
But there was this one instance where <laughs> I think he asked uh, Vivian Balakrishnan to ask his question and Vivian Balakrishnan started, you know, with like a high level kind of we are land of immigrants and all this. Yeah. And then the moderator said, uh, please, you have to get to the question. Yeah, and yeah, 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 for yeah. a moment, you could see, you could see <laughs> VB just like look at him and like, yo, shut the fuck up, okay? Yeah, your, like, your so career. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, your career <laughs> is on the line. Shut the fuck up. That's, what, that's that look no, that you give him. Yeah, that's why props to the host, man. Like he kept it real, and he kind of he didn't treat any of them unequally, Yeah. Do you but know who the host the is? Topic of. Do you know who? Uh, his name is J Joseph. Yeah. Uh, wait, uh, Jo Jamie Ho. Yeah, no, from, Jamie Ho. From yeah, from my uh, from the internet's appears that he used uh. to be a director at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. And Vivian Balakrishnan is the, the foreign uh, the foreign minister. Uh, huh. so, I don't know what he's doing now, but but definitely there there would have been some level of hierarchy if they were in the organization at the same time. <laughs> wow, now Jamie Ho is like giving it back to him. Uh. So yeah. when, when Vivian Balakrishnan looked at him, it was years of like... Yeah. <laughs> Last time you worked for it's me. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like in army, when you go back reservists, mm. you get uh, someone or like in army, someone who's like higher ranking than you than out in the civil world. You're like equal or even yeah. the dynamics are reversed, right? You could see that in Vivian's eyes. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, but okay, so on the topic of Jamie Ho treating them e- equally, mm. one thing that I did find a bit weird is you know, debates, especially the most viewed debates, I guess, in mainstream media that you see are the US debates, like you know, yep. where there's the different representatives and they are all almost on a level playing field. But this one, the fact that each opposition party generally had one point five minutes and Vivian Balakrishnan had 4.5 minutes was a bit odd. I know there are many explanations why, mm-hmm. uh, but what do you think about that? Uh? Uh, actually, I think what was the problem was that the round table uh, actually gives the false impression that they want to give everybody equal say. Because if you look at the mm. debates previously, it's always like I said, it's like a typical you know debate where there's two, only two sides. So the, the mm. two sides that they, they said would be the, you know, the incumbent and the opposition. And the opposition mm. would, be, would be fielded by multiple opposition candidates. Uh, and then they will give each of them equal time, uh, each side of these two sides equal time. That means the PAP would get like, uh, like I don't know what, a full six minutes. While the opposition side will get, for two speakers, will get three minutes each day, but they also get six minutes. So I think what they were trying oh. to do here is that, yeah, to set a debate where it's PAP versus opposition. And PAP gets, you know, the same amount of time as opposition. But the opposition has three candidates, uh, so they have to split the time between the three of them. Uh. I see. Okay, that makes sense. Because, yeah. I mean, from what I understand, uh, from what I've surmised from the internet that tried to uh, reiterate how it was structured, the first segment was the moderator gives like three questions, mm. then each opposition party member gets 1.5 minutes and then 4.5 minutes for the for PAP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in segment two, the Q&A, PAP can ask a question to the opposition party candidate and the opposition party can in turn ask a question to the PAP candidate. And yeah. it's one minute per question, 1.5 minutes per answer. And I think what you said is exactly the issue for me because the fact that it is a round table, right? Mm. Yeah, it feels like everyone's on equal footing. And I mean, as much as some people try to say, oh, uh, it's natural for the opposition to ask the PAP uh, questions. They didn't ask each other questions. So of course, mm-hmm. PAP should get more time. La. But I think the optics of it don't look very good. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I guess what, what they wanted to do is make it look, look more inclusive. But it still basically had the trappings of, of a typical political debate la, where... Whereas yeah. one side against another, lor. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I think if they would have structured that a bit more visually, like maybe get uh, Jameis, Francis, and Chisun Jan to huddle up a bit more, yeah, yeah, then yeah. put like Vivian just by himself. <laughs> because even even like if you look at the papers they were writing on, right? Like yeah. the Jameis, Francis, and Chisun Jan all had like one piece of paper with one pen. Yeah. Vivian Balakrishnan had like a fucking off <laughs> room with like five sheets. You know, just, so so already it felt like. Then I guess if they cluster it up. And maybe even if they give the 4.5 minutes to the opposition and allow them to, to decide who yeah. talks what and when, yeah, 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 that yeah. would be kind of cool. Yeah, allow them basically to have their own sequence, right? To talk about things. Yeah, that's right. But maybe maybe that's what they don't want. They don't want opposition to, to be united like that, you see. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's so, true. Yeah, the optics of it, I think uh, it's just interesting to think about. And, and I mean, you could also say that because PAP is fielding so many more candidates than every party, Obviously, they they need more time lah. But uh, yeah lah, it's it's never fair. But to me, it was like uh, yeah. At, at the end of the day, uh, if they set the rules, the, the fact that we're even having a debate after thirty two yeah, years just blew awesome. my mind already. So I was like, okay, fine, it's unfair, but let's go, let's go. <laughs> I was yeah, like, and, and was, I mean, was, and, and it's it's true uh, that some I mean some of the candidates even need one and a half minutes to really leave an impression on people. So lah, right. Yeah, now I think like fucking most people I would say yeah. uh, are in love with Jameis. Uh. Yeah, that's the elephant in the room. Uh. Jameis, he, yeah. after <laughs> after the exit of Ivan Lim, another Lim has come to take the spotlight. That's why. Yeah. And you just compare them. Uh. Holy shit, man. Yeah, so why? why what, 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 or what was your impression of him when you when you saw him talking and everything? Uh? Yeah, I, I guess the, the, the thing is he, he was very eloquent. He's very mm. articulate. He's very... He seems he has that sincere look. You know, he he checks all the boxes of like, not just fucking like bearing down and staring into the heart of and soul of VB like Chi Sun Juan was doing. Mm-hmm. He seemed to be addressing the whole table. Yeah. And in terms of the way he communicated his points, right, I liked his approach that was more based on his own experience as, in, as a fucking accomplished economist. I think now people are sharing his CV. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it felt less personal or less vindictive just in terms of the tone, right, mm. than the other two candidates. La. Yeah, yeah, correct. I mean, the yeah. just his mannerism, just the... I mean, everyone... <clears throat> I think at first, there's a little bit of getting used to his slightly, you know, American twang. Twangy yeah, accent. Yeah, twangy accent, but it's still <laughs> Singaporean. And you can even sense it in the when he speaks Mandarin and all as well. La. But once you get mm. used to that, then you just see how how energetic and enthusiastic he is like it's like the kind of nerd that's so happy talking about Dungeons and Dragons yeah, that kind right. of thing <laughs> but he's talking about economics la, and they're trying to explain workers party and I'm like well this guy like got passion la, you know like real passion he's not doesn't feel like he's arrowed to be there doesn't feel like he's doing it because he wants fame or anything he feels really yeah. passionate about it la. so that's one thing yeah. that came across in the way he talked yeah. yeah and then but I, I know I know he's, he's building up a big fan club la. there's a hashtag uh, Jameis Opa like trending on Twitter <laughs> now like a lot of people are like posting about how much they loved him a lot I mean and I'm not talking about girls I'm talking about also guys saying I literally saw lines like I would I would go gay for Jameis and you know I'm so <laughs> erect right now watching Jameis and stuff like so Jameis if you wanna yeah if you wanna go and see your fan base check them out on Reddit lah. They're, all, they're all pining for you yeah. yeah man I mean and I think it helps that he also has a memorable name because mm-hmm. admittedly, right, for Francis Yuan, I had to repeatedly uh, ask myself, okay, what what's this guy's name name again? Yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, in politics, it is a it is a visual, almost 
how much airtime you get, how memorable you are, right? And Jameis yeah. is his fucking name, right? And you know, his full name is Jameis Jerome Lim. So that's JJL. <laughs> oh, right? We got JJ Lin, now we got JJL, yeah, yeah, JJ, yo. JJ Lim, man. JJ fucking hell, yeah. JJ Lim, yeah. So he's JJ Lim. Who knows? For for all he we know, right, he might be an amazing singer as well. Mm-hmm. Right. But I guess the, the other thing to note also is that uh, I mean, he's much definitely much younger than all the other people at the table. And he's a first-time, mm. you know, completely new, fresh candidate brought forward to to debate against a seasoned veteran like uh, like Chi Sun Juan, a seasoned veteran like Vivian Balakrishnan, and uh, probably a yeah. much more experienced, older person like Francis Yuan. Yeah. So I thought yeah. that was, that in itself showed how much confidence Workers' Party had in this candidate, law, that they didn't even yeah. need to put the big guns in this. We just put a fresh candidate there. And I think overnight, like suddenly, Sengkang GRC... Like it looks like a very <laughs> very winnable proposition for a workers' party. Suddenly overnight. And I, think a, I think a lot of couples maybe, you know, were thinking, oh, I don't want to live in Sengkang, fucking fire. Now they're like, whoa, Sengkang would be the bomb, man. Yeah. It'd be awesome. James, James constituency. Party with James every weekend. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's no, so, amazing that so and many I think, people... And I think, yeah, and I think his tone also, because... Like, you know, like, Chisun John and VB, you could tell, like, it's years of animosity and, like, it's almost like that awkward family dinner where people yeah. are bringing up the past. But Chimus yeah. at the end was like, you know, I had fun, guys. Like, <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what we did. Yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you brought up the, the Vivian and, and, and Chisun John thing. Uh, like, like what, what, what stood out there for you? Because a lot of people were saying, yeah, it was basically two of them were fighting, but the man of the match yeah. was Jameis, Jameis Lim. Yeah, that's yeah. Like- so, but what 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 was stood up for you in there? First, first of all, I think I think just one thing that I think we should seriously consider is you know there's all this talk of like oh suppressing the GST hike versus increasing yeah. the GST hike. Yeah. I honestly think right whatever deficit that comes out of suppressing the GST hike, we organize a pay per view MMA fight between Chi Sun Juan and Vivian <laughs> Balakrishnan, and we just it'll fucking it'll rake in the moolah. You know you hear all this white collar boxing and all that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't need to be like full on MMA. Just yeah. get them to train, create a reality show around it. Yo, it'll be fucking dope, man. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> aside from uh, my my dreams and aspirations, I think there was a uh, there was one one main point of contention which is still being contested la, about mm. Chi Sun Juan's claim that Heng Sui Kiat uh at in twenty sixteen I believe at a forum he kind of cited uh the plans by someone at URA about the, how Singapore can yeah. meet or Singapore can uh, like I accommodate up to ten million people. It's ex HDB engineer Liu Taika who. Mm. Who, who said that yeah Singapore can and should accommodate 10 million people la, but uh, I think he was just citing it as part of a speech or something la. I, yeah, I, I, I was, was trying like, to dig in a little bit but we've been basically been seeing a lot of clarifications that I mean it, it's sort yeah. of like you're sitting here and us saying oh Singapore can have 20 million people oh yeah yeah because this paper says so maybe that kind of thing la, right you know yeah, uh, it's just so, a bit of a speculation yeah. it's not a statement yeah, yeah. Essentially, Chi Sun Juan used that as an anchor point for a lot of his arguments, uh, kind of saying that, you know, there's already a lot of foreigners in Singapore and yeah. Heng Sui Kiat said, uh, was toying with the idea of 10 million Singaporeans yeah, yeah. and that set VB uh, on a path, on a quest to debunk. Like, and yeah. he said, you're taking a cheap shot, this is falsehoods. And I think the, he even said at one point, you know, just this day, we, we the government put out a notice for individuals such as yourself to not indulge in falsehoods. Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. fucking low blow. So, and then, after that, I think Chi Sun posted something on his Facebook, kind of referring to the forum where Heng Sui Kiat mentioned that. Yeah. And then factually, which is a government government initiative to debunk 
falsehoods have yeah. also come out and said, oh, that's false. Yeah, I'm, I'm right? surprised that they haven't puffed that. La. But uh, but one thing I found funny was that, uh, remember how in the 2016 US presidential elections, like yeah. how Trump, every time someone said something about him, then he'd be like, fake news, fake news, <laughs> fake. This one, Balakrishnan was, Falsehood, falsehood, falsehood. 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 <laughs> this is our Singapore falsehood. version of fake news is falsehood. <laughs> Every falsehood. time anyone says, Cheap shot. Yeah, anytime someone says something that you don't agree with, just say falsehood, falsehood. <laughs> no, then another thing I think uh, Vivian Balakrishnan is fucking good at, which I'm going to start using in real life. Yeah. Whenever you have someone who disagrees with you, you say what you believe and then you say, I hope you agree with me. You know? Uh, why? Yeah? You know, Terrence, I... Because he said that so many times. Uh-huh. Like, he would say something that is kind of arguing, but it kind of makes, you know, like, I hope you agree with me. Wow, fucking his polit- politician, uh, like, his his modus operandi is is damn powerful. So you can tell that he's been doing this for a while, and yeah. apparently people were posting that he was a super good debater in his JC, yeah, JC in, days. Apparently in CJC, uh, apparently he was the, like, lead debater, and he would question a lot of, like, government policies. La. And so the word yeah. is, like, after he joined PAP or that, obviously... Uh, less questioning, more doing, like, You know, his hands, his <laughs> hands were brought together, yeah. and all his ideas remain within his palms. Yeah. But you can see and that closed yeah. his fingers. You can see that he's got the the chops to sit down and really talk about the numbers, talk about the philosophy yeah. behind things. And so it's it's not easy for someone like a uh, dreamers or what to challenge him. But actually, the contrary to to what you were saying, that I, I was reading some comments that some people saying that he was being very. Uh, condescending even towards like James Lim mm. or what when he said things like oh you are just PAP light or I mean even mm. to to whether it's to Chi or what like, just saying falsehood falsehood stuff like that Um, uh, so what what do you think about what, what, what you think he came out Vivian Balakrishnan came out of it looking better or or, or what uh? I actually think he came out looking better because okay, so my noob layman assessment is that he's not the most well liked politician, mm, mm, mm. and even though yeah, some of his tactics were very very political and politician like, I must say that I mean I'm not a fan of the way he conducts himself and all, but I must say that it it came out like okay, this guy he's a seasoned politician. Mm. And yeah, he was condescending, but it's almost like, I don't know, my bar for how a politician behaves has been set very low. Uh, mm. So that's where I felt he came off better in my eyes. Mm. I think but what def- do you think? Uh? No, I think definitely uh, in terms of one one criticism people had, which I think you also can't say is a criticism, like, is that I mean, he just trotted out. When you're asking about plans for the future, he basically just trotted out everything that they had done already like, in the mm, last few mm, months. Mm. So you didn't mm. really learn that much uh, new or groundbreaking from him. Like, if I ask you now, like, do you remember anything that Vivian said about policies? Like? You know, at the end of yeah, the day, yeah, I don't. retroactive. But if anything, I remember Chi Sun Juan's 10 million thing and I actually went to go and check out to see if it's real and all. Like. So if you say, yeah. uh, I mean, whether he's well-liked, I, I, I can't say because it also depends on where you spend, stand on the spectrum of politics. But mm. uh, you ask me what is the key topic that I took away from from the the debates about all this is whether is that ten million thing is it real or is it false Because uh? it is is mm. a is a big point of contention. I mean, some say that although Chi Sun Juan was very combative or that, uh, in some way he he was the only one that managed to needle needle the PAP yeah. into into giving a a fucking a flat out answer that this ten million is false. It will never happen. Almost like a promise, like right that you can yeah. actually hold to them five years later at the next election and say you know there's no such thing, right? You know. So 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 yeah. if and, objectives yeah. wise, yeah, maybe maybe that was what Chi Sun Juan was out to do, like a kamikaze mission, uh, you know, really fight and 
tooth and nail to to get them to promise to it. Yeah. yeah. And actually what you said is is true. La. Like everything Vivian Balakrishnan said was more retroactive. Mm. And even, I mean, the one point, so Chi Sun Juan was almost like um, bringing up these points that maybe it, could, it felt there was a lot of angst behind it. But yeah. one thing he also did say that I found quite interesting was how the the elite schools, the best schools tend to uh, be clustered around yeah, the yeah, more yeah, wealthy yeah. areas. Correct, correct. So, it, I mean, I've never really thought about it that way and I don't know how factually accurate it is, but I think there is some truth to that. Mm-hmm. And and that was what I found quite interesting. Um, and again, I can't remember what Vivian Balakrishnan responded with. Uh, and maybe that's that's no, he, his magic power. Yeah. You know, he talks <laughs> at the yeah. end of the day, you're like, yes, that sounded everything. smart. <laughs> what did he say? Um, <laughs> this, they gave 100 billion <laughs> to, to the, the people. The power like of a good politician and debater. But, but I think he said something that, yeah, again, I think also ruffled a bit of feathers on Twitter. He said that any, you go anywhere and ask them whether our neighborhood school, our neighborhood school, will, how, how will it be versus any other school in any other country? And they'll say they'll gladly take mm-hmm. our neighborhood school. So he's basically saying that uh, our neighborhood schools are, don't say our elite schools, our neighborhood schools are good enough to be better than like schools in the US and everything also. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I think uh, probably a segment of a population also will differ differ on, on that. Yeah. They wouldn't say that outright. And uh, depends on what schools you're also talking about in the US. Obviously, you compare to the the the, the very the schools in the hood and all that, it's tough, right? It's, I, yeah. I've, been, I've been to those schools and and it's it's really not an environment for learning la. but but they also have very good schools like 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 I don't know Eton College and stuff like that so so mm. it's a it's a bit of a blanket statement to say but i mean yeah but, la, that was an interesting point about education that that Jisun Juan made la. but i think one thing that that stuck out for me which i think ultimately helped vivian in his answers mm-hmm. yeah. um but didn't really help Jisun Juan and Francis Yuan was amongst the three pol- uh, opposition parties right they the both of them felt like they focused a bit too much on foreigners being the cause of a lot of problems. Mm, mm, yeah. Do you get that? Yeah, that's why opened, I think, yeah he opened his thing with yeah. saying about foreigners, right? Yeah, and it was a big part of Francis Yuan's argument. Uh, it was the foreign PM, PMETs. Essentially, they were saying, okay, there's three to 400,000 uh, PMET, uh, PMETs in Singapore yeah. um, and 100,000 local PMETs. PMET stands for what? Uh, like Professionals, for, managers, uh, executives and tech, I think technicians, I'm not sure. Yeah, and, and yeah. one high-level point that was brought up by Francis Yen was that, okay, we have 300,000 PMETs in Singapore, 100,000 local PMETs are not unemployed, so why can't the locals take over the foreigners? Yeah. Um, and I think that did not help them. Uh, and the fact that Jameis did not focus on that, right, helped yeah. him a lot. Because, okay, I mean, Singapore, we can't run away from the fact that there are a lot of foreigners, right? And I personally know a lot of foreigners who have done a lot for Singapore, not just in terms of building buildings and all, but the businesses they've started and all that. So, it, it, it's, 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 I guess you could argue that now as, a, as every country goes more protectionist, more nationalist, that might change. But to, to almost pin the, the, the source of your argument on foreigners, right, mm. it feels like, wow, this whole, and like you see it around the world, right, anytime there's elections, there's politics, the foreigner issue becomes a big thing. Yeah. And I just felt like, wow, that, Especially within one and a half minutes, right, to dissect something like that just felt, oh, it's hurting their case. La. I don't know, what, what what do you feel about No, I mean, you are that? completely right. La. I think one and a half minutes is so short that maybe nuance will be lost and you just have to go for the big catchphrase like, you know, foreigners got uh, has, they have taken our jobs, la, basically. 
you know, just 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 explaining that alone will easily take up a minute and a half or what. Even if it's yeah, if it's to do with more nuanced things, like, okay, maybe our our immigration laws are too lax, or maybe we give out uh, the corporations are it's too easy for them to uh, to choose to hire a foreigner rather than a local uh. Yeah, because we're talking about in the US also like getting a H one B visa for example for Singaporean to work in the US. Uh, a company had to prove, I think, at least like they had to in- interview a certain number of American candidates and show that they couldn't get any Americans who were up to task uh, to to get the visa. So, so uh, yeah. I don't know if that exists for for the for the same kind of thing in Singapore. But my point is that that you know that there, there are it's a spectrum lah. There are ways to make it a bit harder mm. or make it easier. But a minute yeah. and a half, how can you explain it, right? You can't possibly go to that deep depth. Uh. And yeah. then, that's why I, I, I don't blame uh, Chi Sun Juan for basically going for the throat. Lah. He had to, he wanted to either, because his whole, I think his campaign is sort of based on him really like needling, needling the, mm. the leaders. And he's been doing it for 20, 30 years. Lah, from the, <laughs> okay, I don't know if you remember, but he used to take a loud hailer he f- there's one time he followed Go Chok Tong around a market walk with a loud hailer asking him, <laughs> Mr. Go, where is our $1.6 billion or CPF or something like that? La. So he like really heckles them like like nothing. La. And this is mild already compared to what he used to do. You know, hunger strike and, and all this kind of nonsense. Whoa. So it's like, I mean, uh, he has a minute and a half. Okay, la, this, is what, this is what he does. La. Yeah. Actually, yeah, technically that does make sense. Like, go for the thing that really riles up the opposition. I mean, and I mean, the, the thing about a 10 million claim, I don't know, I've seen sides, both sides that could uh, uh, like uh, support what Chief Sun Juan is saying, but yeah. it's not quantifiable, it's not black and white enough to discount him. Yeah. But yeah, like what you said, it did needle VB. Uh, and yeah, it's yeah. just, and like Chief Sun Juan, I don't think he was even taking notes, you know. Like, because for him, like, given his exper- experience, right, this is probably a walk in the park. Uh. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, if I was just thinking, fuck, if I'm there, Chiba, like, it's it's crazy. You have, you have to respond, you know. But he was just yeah. looking at the table. Yeah. And then when he talks, he's just looking straight at VB. Yeah. yeah so, oh. so I think for the younger listeners who, who maybe are not aware of the the badass politicians, and I say badass in terms of just their fearlessness, right, yeah. that that some of whom are still uh, elect, uh, being uh, contesting for elections, but some of whom are more historical, like JB Jayaratnam. Right just go Google them, mm-hmm. watch the videos and read up. Holy shit, man. To do it, now with social media, it's almost easier to have a voice. But back then, right, the the extent they which to went to, right, is, is impressive. La. Yeah, I mean, the like what you say about Chi, la, right, like he doesn't, I mean, he's, uh, at the end of the day, you, whatever you think about him, he's a pretty good orator, lah. Like I've been to mm. the physical rallies that he has had before, and I remember he. I still remember very distinctly. He tell he told this story about how he, as a father, he wanted to buy ice cream for his children. Then he went to the mm. Ben and Jerry section and he saw the price. And then he was like, "Oh shit!" Then he he turned. He want he opened the the door to take the ice cream. Then the wife stopped him and said, "It's okay. We don't have to." But then she put back the oh. Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Then they went to the one dollar NTUC fair price brand and then take the ice cream. She says, "Okay, it's okay." You know, let's let's eat this Whoa. one. Then to him, Even it's hearing like, secondhand from you. Yeah, he's like, I want to give <laughs> this to my children, but you know the sacrifices I have had to make as a politician in Singapore, being bankrupt and everything. This is this is what I have, but at least my family supports me. And which which man doesn't want to provide for his mother? Which man doesn't want to buy you know expensive ice cream for their children and all that? But you know this is the sacrifice yeah. I made for Singapore. So I was like, wow, fuck. Like even if you are there at that moment listening to this, and this is like you're standing on mm. a muddy field in the middle of night, mosquitoes, everything. Even just listening to that, you feel like, wow, fuck, okay. 
I mean, but of course, yeah. I've also heard stories of him being a megalomaniac and stuff like that. La. So, yeah. it's, it's, but I'm just saying that he has a, he's very experienced in this. La. Like, you talk debating and, and, you know, riling up emotions. He's uh, he's damn good at it. La. But it, that's why it was so funny. Like, he was so tense, right? And then you look at Jameis, who communicated his points uh, super awesome, yeah. awesomely well, uh, said it was fun. He even took a Wi-Fi, you know, before <laughs> the thing started. If you go to his Facebook page, yeah, yeah, yeah. can you imagine what Chisun Chua was doing before or not? Yeah, Probably yeah. like, you know, like when before Mike Tyson gets in a fight, he's just like <laughs> mentally listening to some <laughs> hardcore <laughs> ma- heavy metal music or something. <laughs> and I love the way that he went, then when he said to, when Vivian said to him, we've had our... Disagreements and then she's you know, like just professionally, professionally. Yeah, just and professional, like, yeah, uh, like like just wanted to like just ask him shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 because I mean they no, had a long know, history, la Holland Bukit Timah that yeah. area. And they fighting. were from the same school also. ACS forever. Yes, yeah, yeah, well, eh. yeah. But okay, so one thing is I know the way they decided which opposition parties would get a seat is based on the number of candidates they're fielding, like right. Mm. So so Lim Tian who Wow, fucking like he's he's a character, yeah. Mm. He he was pissed like, that he didn't get a seat at the table. <laughs> is it? And he even yeah, he even filmed a video saying how he's utterly disgusted because apparently SDP is fielding eleven candidates and he is fielding just ten. And he uh. said, I think it was this debate thing, it seems maybe he wasn't informed or but it seems like um it wasn't planned originally it was a very or last it came out. Thing, uh. Yeah, it's a very last-minute thing. So that's why he was saying that if he knew that there was a minimum number of candidates required to be fielded to yeah. get a seat at the table, he would have fielded more. Which yeah, I think yeah, is yeah. a fair point. But I think he also said he's going to record his own video where he's going to play the debates and then give himself like 1.5 minutes to, <laughs> to respond. He's like doing a YouTube reactions video. Yeah, dude. So I mean, I like, have to give him credit for also... It's almost like now it's so cool. You have a spectrum of candidates. Uh, you have yeah. the hardcore, uh, like, uh, battered down veteran in Chi Sun Juan. You have the new, like, upstart Jameis. And then you have this guy who's just like, you know, outside <laughs> the house at your family gathering. You're like, guys, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, oh yeah. the awesome, yeah. We haven't, I mean, we didn't even mention much about Francis here and all, unfortunately. I think he sort, yeah. of, he sort of faded in the background after a while, uh. Right. Yeah, exactly, which is unfortunate. La. And yeah. and that's where I think like ev- the other three individuals all had very distinct personas, distinct mm-hmm. points or distinct vibes. La. Francis Yuan, unfortunately... He's got big yeah, ears. His he ears are... His earlobes are massive. That's one thing I... Oh, I, really? I yeah, I remember from... His, he's got giant ears, which in Chinese uh, legend is that you have a long life, la, you know. So, so is it, yeah. But isn't un-ears also one of your body parts that keep growing apparently? Your ears and your nose. I don't know how true mm. that is. I like. don't know. But his are massive. Like, like You go back and look at the video, it's massive. So maybe he's 400 years old. <laughs> he's gone through all the general elections. Uh, every single one. Yeah, yeah. He's the wisest of yeah. all. He's the wisest of all. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, essentially, I mean, the, is there going to be one more election coming? I know there was, uh, no, one more debate. Because there was a debate in Mandarin also, right? Was mm. it yesterday? It was yesterday and it was right after but I don't think I don't see as many people chatting about, talking about it. Obviously, because it's in Mandarin. Even if I were to watch it, I think I wouldn't have understood it because there probably were no subtitles either. Like. So it mm. would have been tough for me to to really follow all the way. But I heard Ng Kung was on it, and he he spoke Mandarin very well. Like, apparently, oh really? Yeah. Apparently, like, but I yeah. think I think it would be cool. And I mean, I I don't want representation just for the sake of representation. But I think it would be cool if there were females also on on the panel because mm. just in terms of a debate where it's face-to-face, it's personal. I mean, just to see that interaction take place also, like, I think yeah. it'll be super interesting. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why and I And is there going to be one more debate? 
that's the thing we don't know because like this one dropped on us like a like a surprise like that. Oh, even my shit. even the the whole intelligentsia group that that I I you know share stuff with when I showed them the debating they were all shocked or so lah. So it was really oh, like so news to everyone. It was really. Oh, yeah. so even now CNA playing like you know the influencer game like guys big announcement two hours dropping. and it was like huh what the fuck yeah, yeah. debate just dropped yo. debate dropping at eight yo going live <laughs> woohoo yeah woohoo stay tuned for updates merch coming out soon yeah, you imagine yeah. if CNA just releases a bunch of t-shirts and all that with like all like ten million. You know, uh, and all these, these little little things. <laughs> yeah, falsehood. Oh yeah, but the one thing also that there was was thrown out, dug, dug out from twenty ten was the Youth Olympic Games. Uh. that one was like oh, yeah, a yeah. personal attack on Vivian Woo! because he was in charge of the in the context wise, he was in charge of the Youth Olympic Games, which apparently went over budget to the tune of like almost three hundred million dollars. Uh. so when Chi yeah. Joan brought that up as like you know this PAP's uh tax and spend policy, how about your YOG thing? You can see Vivian's face like wow, angry. Eh? It became personal after that yeah. idea. But one one thing I always wonder about PAP candidates, right? Do they do they carry like spare shirts and pants with them? Because if you're all white, right? Can mm. you imagine before that he was just grabbing a coffee or something and he spilled? Then yeah. fuck, what are you gonna do? Unless or maybe they have like a little PAP stick, yeah. you know, like liquid paper like that, uh, where they can just just yeah, wipe yeah. off any stain. Yeah, there has to be some some measures in place, man. But actually, easy right? Just go BB and Baba and buy RI uniform, lor. Then you're then you're okay. Already. Yeah. So they, then they have to carry it carry it around with them, lah. The, like an emergency, you know, like crack yeah. when you have a stain. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. they just ding. <laughs> or they have the location of all BB and Baba or RI bookstore <laughs> yeah, in the, on their phone, lah. Like an app, la, Like an yeah. app. I I need my shirt now. Yeah. And someone just pulls up fucking just immediately the shirt or pants re- pants replacement. Yeah. But yeah, so so that was that was our thoughts on the debate. I mean, generally it was a fucking awesome thing that it happened. I really hope it carries on. Yeah. Uh but Jameis Lim uh, like yeah. like so to I think I guess we all agree he's like the the next big thing, la, right? Everyone he's wants the next to, big thing, man. Everybody wants him in parliament. La. In the in the sense that whether yeah. it's an NCMP or or MP or what lah, right? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I think yeah, there have been kind of like celebrity politicians in the past. But even when Nicole Shea was uh like came to the forefront in two thousand eleven, two thousand fifteen, I don't know. I can't, okay, maybe it's just because I was more pathetic back then. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really remember her policies. But Jameis Slim is almost like, it's it's his eloquence and smarts that people like captivated people. Because even yeah. if you look at his Facebook post, right, he talks about uh, the issues with the education system in a way that really makes you go think. Mm-hmm. Yesterday when asked about minimum wage, you know minimum wage, there's one big argument, you know, it'll make everyone lazy, who's going to pay for it? And his approach to answering it on the debate and on his Facebook page actually makes sense. And you look at his CV, right, I think yeah. it's fucking insane. Yeah? He's yeah. like two masters, one PhD in economics and he knows his shit. Like. And one thing I like about his CV is that he pokes fun at himself. Uh, like, like, like even like the papers that he's written that haven't been published, he he titles it unloved uh publications, you know, unloved oh, and it? unpublished. <laughs> so so some funny thing like that lah. So you can tell this guy also doesn't take himself all that seriously. Oh, I'm a fucking postdoctorate fellow, that kind of shit lah. Which which, which yeah. is nice to see in a candidate lah. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, if if you guys listening have any thoughts that you want to share that we missed out, please do head over to our subreddit. Yeah. It's growing every day. And just hashtag Jameis Opa on it so that we know. Yeah, Jameis Opa. <laughs> <laughs> or JJ Lim. Yeah. JJ Lim. So, so the, the, the next thing, topics. Yeah, the Chapalang's topics. So, would you like to. So, this segment, if you guys are listening for the first time, it's just where. I mean, now that there's so much to cover, right, our approach is going to be one big topic that we dissect, talk about. The next one is just like a rapid fire of things that caught our eye. Like. Yeah. So, so Terrence, would w- you. 
uh, would you like to begin? One uh, a screenshot of an email that was circulating around a lot of WhatsApp yesterday was from uh, administration, the administrative office of of Hua Chong uh, School. Uh. So the mm. title of the email is uh, like in brackets, Discipline, Advice with Regards to Student Online Behaviour for the Singapore General Election 2020. And then it, it blanks out who is it from and everything. So we assume, I assume that it's an admin office or what. Lah, but because they address mm. dear students, as we know, elections coming up, blah, blah, blah. And then everything will be online because of the COVID-19, blah, blah, blah. And they say that in view of the nature of political campaigning, the school would like to advise all students to refrain from posting or reposting messages, tweets, posts with links, photos, videos, anything pertaining to the Singapore General Elections 2020 on both their private social media platforms and any social media platforms associated with the school, including blogs or blah, 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 blah that are part of the Hua Chong program. So basically, mm. um, this is an email telling all students do not post your thoughts, do not post anything related to politics uh, in, in, in case it comes back to bite you. And then at the end of it, they say... Um, yeah, they, 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 they said it would be best to refrain from commenting on these issues because uh, social media does not allow for longer, more nuanced response to these issues. And then please also feel free to inform mm. me if an online or media firestorm is brewing due to some unfortunate incident involving our Hua Chong students. We will try our best to help mm. the affected students to prevent any such incidents from getting out of hand. Thank you for your help and understanding. So, yeah, like, it was being circulated because people are like, what? Why? How can a school be telling its students whether or not they are below 18 or what to not have an opinion or not say anything about, uh, you know, politics? Uh? What do you think about that? Uh? I think it's terrible, yeah. Yeah? Why? I mean, I think... Okay, so, I think because... Someone was sharing on on a Facebook post uh, apparently a statement that Shanmugam himself said that students need to be educated about politics. Like this was back in two thousand and nine. Um, but even taking that single article aside, I think generally we want people more politically involved. And even though okay, young people they might the stereotypes you know they're more brash, they're more impulsive, they haven't lived long enough and all that. But in any case, I think that's still better than them growing up to be apathetic. Like. so for a school to do this. It feels like they're just covering their ass. Mm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And whether they believe it or not is a different thing. So at least, yeah. if uh, you can imagine, because even I mean, the, the past few weeks, uh, uh, a certain raffle school has has gotten quite a lot of flack for, for stupid reasons, like, right? Yeah. And I can imagine it's a PR disaster for the school. So this one, it almost feels like, okay, let's cover our ass. If mm. people do anything stupid, we can say we want them. Yeah. I think, I think uh, it's made even more egregious because... This is Hua Chong Institute, lah. Not that, not that is is there is a it's good to be provocative or what. But Hua Chong, if you remember back in Singapore's history, was a lot of the students there were, you know, they 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 were protesting against a lot of like early policies in Singapore's days and and instigated a lot of like uh, unrest, lah, because there was discontent with, with government policies and things like that, lah. So that's why that's yeah. why the, especially the the Chinese language schools because of their close. Uh, association with communist uh, ideology or, or communist uh, leaders and things like that. So there was a yeah. very big clampdown on on Nanyang, on on Hua Chong and all uh. um, But I, I guess I guess you could sort of say that those days of Hua Chong, like Hua Chong being like you know communist school that are, are not there anymore. Like obviously now Hua Chong is a very 
highly regarded uh, in a private school, right? You know that that turns out really some of the best students in Singapore every year. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I I still felt it was um disappointment that that a school is telling its students to you know almost like just wear blinders, don't get involved, even if it's something as as innocuous as like climate change or you know saying that we want a better future because like where climate change is a bigger priority of things these are things that i mean all these people in five years time they'll grow up to be voters they will grow up to be uh they will grow up to to be working in the in the contributing to singapore's workforce and stuff like that so yeah i i i think it's is is if anything the school should be more proactively trying to engage the students in explaining policies and stuff like that to them and maybe and then in the in the process give them a warning like that you know if you have very strong opinions about it just be aware of what might happen like. but to tell them just but, blanket to not do something it just feels like oh god it's like but then what, but what they, about the school argument there for that, right well what about the argument that okay this is still an advisory you know basically they're just advising they're not saying don't I mean, okay, advice to refrain from posting, but that's like, that's like I don't know, my mom saying, I would advise you from talking about politics. I'm like, yeah. uh, okay, I understand, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah. So, but she, she, she's not stopping me or anything, right? But for this, that's why if it's an advisory, is there anything wrong with that? I mean, if they're not saying don't. They're not saying yeah. you'll get in trouble if you do post it. As I say, if, you come, if it came from, from uh, a, a teacher talking to her students or something like that, I would understand that. But if it comes yeah. from officially from your know, discipline master or whoever saying dear students and all that, right? Then it, it mm. feels like something that now is an advisory. But if you breach it, they can you know do something like suspend you or whatever, like, You know, because uh, well, it's actually, coming from an institution, right? Actually, in the subject header, the first yeah. word in square brackets is discipline. Exactly, discipline. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> advice with regards to student online behavior for the Singapore general election 2020. I'm pretty sure it's the discipline Fucking master. Fucking hell, so, yeah. I mean, last time if discipline master tell you don't do something, you still go and do it. You What will happen yeah. to you? Something will happen to you. Like, it, advisory or not. Like, like, yeah. Right? Yeah, we advise you to come to school on time. Yeah. We advise you to cut your hair. Yeah. If you come to school late with a long hair, you fucking get shit lah, right? Attention and shit lah. You're advised Alamak. to do things, okay. but in school, so, so advisory is as good so, as telling you to do it, right? So this goes back, right? I mean, I'm assuming that this is legitimate lah, and like yeah, from yeah. the number of people who are sharing, commenting, it feels legitimate. Yeah. This is another example of a fucking institution being so in, what's the word, uh, ignorant of social media. Like, if you're sending an email, like, let's say they were having an assembly or virtual thing and the discipline master says it, you know? Yep, yep. Um, but to send it in an email which can be forwarded, which can be screenshot, is fucking stupid. So, for that reason alone, right, Hua Chong deserves to be spanked. Yeah. Because they know in this time and age when they're considered an elite school, in air quotes, um, that... Ultimately, what we are saying is, you know, our education system is is world class and all this stuff, and we we kind of train people to think critically and all that. And you have the establishment showing this, so that is my biggest issue with this. Like, I think the advisory thing, whether it's going to be imposed or not, it feels very government. You know, we advise you yeah. to not uh, uh, do this, do that, with the with the leeway of imposing something. But for a school to do this, right, it's fucking yeah. stupid, lah. Maybe maybe the teachers were like, yeah. Please, uh, please don't do it. If not, got a lot of additional work for us. Uh, please, I want my cooling off day also. I want to have my election day yeah, free right. free from having to deal with student problems. Please don't do this. Uh, please, please. <laughs> but surprisingly, there's no not much news on it. Uh. it, it I think there's a Mothership article, but at the rate Mothership, yeah. art- Mothership Publishers articles, I think they, they've lost a bit of legitimacy also. Yeah, but uh, yeah, apart from that, nothing yeah. else. Eh? Again, Mothership, uh, okay. I mean, if you, if you read again like 
uh, yeah, actually it's another topic lah. But but yeah lah, yeah. it's a bit disappointing yeah. lah this whole thing. Yeah. So so yeah. So that's that's one of the first chapalong topic. The yeah. second the second chapalong topic for me was um there's a apparently a post uh going around that shows screenshots from uh, a rep- a volunteer with another opposition party uh where he claims that there are PAP posters out there that don't have the electoral uh committee sticker which kind of certifies that it can be put up lah. Mm. You know which which is quite worrying I guess because. You can imagine, like, as an opposition party being told that okay, the rules are you need this sticker to verify that this poster can go up, and yeah. you're seeing PAP posters without it, and he has pictures to back it up, la. And it's not say outdated pictures because it shows the current uh, people who are contesting. So that feels a uh, a little bit weird. Is in the Bishan mm-hmm. Topayo GRC. Yeah, for sure, lah. There are a lot of posters everywhere now, and one thing that irritates me irritated me last night as I went for my usual walk with my two dogs. Is that mm. the one of the giant PAP posters was put at pretty much eye level, my eye level, you know? So it actually is so fat uh, that it actually blocked some of the walkway that I had to walk with my dogs. You know, you know those shelters that from the from the bus to the to the overhead bridge, that kind of shelter. Yeah, yeah, that kind of shelter. They put the PAP poster, the big one, <laughs> at my eye level. So I actually had to siam the poster, and then because my dogs, <laughs> my dogs take up about one meter on my side. It just leaves you in a much shorter space. Uh, and then I can imagine like if I'm using my phone and just walking, I could crash into a PAP poster and get struck by that lightning somehow. Uh. So I'm like, why got so many posters you must put in the in the middle of this walkway like that? Uh? That, that was the, 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 the thing. Uh. So, so maybe maybe that it's worth looking into why there's so many PAP posters around. Uh. Yeah, so so he has, he has emailed uh, the ELD uh, asking. Uh, and of course, uh, because it was on Facebook, the comments were very... Uh, constructive like with uh, I think one of the most popular comments being "fuck the PAP always play this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, fucking the comments! The uh, comments on Facebook are dopes. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so that's that's I think currently being investigated. Yeah. So we we'll we don't have any news, but that's something that caught my eye. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. then the, another thing that caught my eye, but also has been going making its fair share of rounds on on Facebook and YouTube and all. I think a lot of people are watching this video. It was the... On nomination day, uh, there was a, one PAP candidate in the Marymount single constituency, single member constituency, uh, Gan Xiao Huang, a new PAP mm. candidate. Uh, she was uh, the first female SAF general to to come out and... Con- uh, to I mean, basically the first female SAF general, uh, which makes her quite a badass, mm. lah, right? So she's coming out to do politics now and she is running in uh, SMC, uh, Marymount. And she gave a speech to implore uh, Marymount residents to vote for her. Lah. And the thing, when I watched it, I, uh, I mean, the, the thing it invoked in my mind was like the Hunger Games, the reaping scene lah, where they are like, you know, <laughs> announcing like they are pulling out candidates' names for like who's going for the Hunger Games. Because it's kind of scary because she took on this really like BMT, like general addressing BMT kind of tone. Marymount residents, oh. that kind of thing. And then she's flanked by two people who are just standing there and just wearing masks and just staring with her. So it looked like, almost like gang fight, like that kind of thing. And so there like, was a video that people overlaid and intercut with like going to war from Game of Thrones scenes and all. That was uh, a speech, is it? I haven't seen the video, but I must do send it over. But yeah, it's just yeah. meme worthy because I guess she's so used to being a general in the army and, and that's how they address people. <laughs> 
So she addressed the Marymount residents, vote for PAP. And then at the end, there was a chant in, in Malay. I don't know, something PAP, something PAP. And then like, even in Chinese, it sounded like a communist, like, you know, a communist <laughs> chanting. And so, and she was like, oh, her face is so angry. Oh. So, I mean, my thought was that, okay, like, maybe in the SAF, you know, in the SAF as a female general, you know, you know, you need to, you need to talk like that to, to people. Lah. But outside SAF, I mean, you need to appear a, a bit softer side and all. Lah. You know, don't need to go all the Holy way to ki- Kitsu, Kitsu, all that. But then at the same time, be feel a bit more human. And if there's one person that she should maybe look at, I thought was that Tin Pei Ling. Ah. Tin Pei Ling also did her speech for for her own uh, candidacy in, in, in uh, I think, McPherson, right? And Tin Pei Ling, yeah. I mean, you remember the initial days of Tin Pei Ling and people laughing at her for being this small girl and wearing and her favourite uh, handbags and shit. Handbag, now she, yeah. Yeah, she's super eloquent. She walks out and she's super eloquent in English and Mandarin and, and everything. And so, yeah, la, you, you must strike a balance. La. I think <laughs> we got enough generals. We have more than enough generals in the PAP already. La. Don't need, we don't need you to, to come and tell us that you are, you are also general. You also can be general. You know, the, I mean, honestly, like you look at it, right? The first thing that came to my mind, uh, is almost if you take this and like label it North Korea dictator or something, <laughs> it'll totally fit because they're wearing white. Yeah, and of yeah. course, the the comments, the first comment, I think the most popular comment is like, "This one looks like scolding the residents for not preparing standby H- <laughs> HDB." <laughs> yeah, so then, for for those outside of Singapore, standby, yeah. uh, something is a very common term in the use in the army where if you stand by bit, uh, it's almost like a last minute. You have to inspection like the, co- right. the commander will come and inspect uh, your your neatness and how you're arranging stuff. Yeah. So this one, wow, it's really fucking hilarious, man. Holy yeah. shit. Then the another funny comment I saw was like, So fierce for what? Might as well say, Don't vote for me, you signed out thousand extra. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that extras are like when you sign extra duty in the army, that's like the punishment. La. So signing they will always warn you like if you don't do oh, this, I'll no. make you sign extra. <laughs> I think I think we should just really market ourselves to be comms for them. Yeah. Like, I think anyone you are a fucking fifteen year old guy or guy or girl, they will be able to come up with a better comms uh like strategy than Diaz like because this one, how is it supposed to install instill any inspiration or Oh yeah. my god, it's just it's it's ridiculous, man. It's like an official video, it's on the Straight yeah. Times page. God but, but damn it. I mean you can sort of understand the saying like you can take a person out of the army, but you can't take the army out of the person, lah, right? It's like wow. the the just the way they think about problems, the way they they feel about solving problems. When someone tells you, "Oh, you need to be engaging," then then it comes out like that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> citizens of Marymount. Yeah. Oh, love it. This is epic, yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, that is cool. I think I think one one just one last little note that yeah. we had was that I know that yesterday we talked about the. The Singapore uh, at East Coast together we have an East Coast plan. The East Coast we, plan, yeah, yeah. yeah. So actually, they actually launched like literally like overnight like, I think the PR went to overdrive. They said there is really is a plan. So they actually launched the together comma we care at East Coast plan. So there's actually oh, like, shit. A, a, if you go to the page, there was an e rally last night I believe, and then you go to the page, the there's a East Coast together we care at East Coast plan uh. So I think it's the way of saying like uh yeah la, like <laughs> maybe I think everything he, the words that what that were in his word salad were all there la, together we care at East Coast. It's just that he didn't say it in sequence, <laughs> la, that's all. La. So yeah, it's funny. So my, 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 my thing was I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure if 
they actually planned to call it Together We Care at East Coast or whether it was just maybe, you know, Together at East Coast or We Care at East Coast. But maybe they had to just so, cover it together overnight. Nah. Actually, the fact that you were saying in the previous podcast that it would be cool if he owned it to me, right? I'm looking at it and... Fuck, yeah, I think this is actually kind of kind of like that in some way, you know, they're owning it. They're owning and it. And it's right? almost and it's almost like are they poking fun at themselves? I mean, okay, you mm. look at the document it it seems fairly comprehensive, yeah. of course, without going into the details. Yeah. But oh shit, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine the people who had to put it uh, together, you know, maybe they had like a break, you know, finally, okay, uh yeah. like nominations all announced and then Fucking after that video, they knew that shit was coming. They knew that they're going to get an email from your boss. Hey guys, we need a plan. Yeah, uh, we yeah. need to put together a plan. So if you if you plan. yeah if you Google like together we care East Coast plan, the first article that comes up is from Mothership saying this is the yeah. real together we care at East Coast plan. The only thing I'm very disappointed in this article is that again they Mothership lah they don't mention that basically everyone's been laughing about that speech. All they say is, in his yeah. thank you speech at St. Anthony's Canosian Primary School, Heng assured East Coast residents that the team has a plan for them, an East Coast plan. Come on, la, guys. Oh, there was like, this went viral overnight. You got to at least acknowledge it, what but they sheep. don't. La. So then they, they continue to talk about the real East Coast plan. And like, if you see the the logo, like the, the together is a very nicely designed logo, but the we care at East Coast is not, it's just words. La. So I don't know if like, <laughs> It was just the together plan for East Coast, but they no, had to throw in We Care and everything. Then you look, this is like from the incumbent, right? You know, yeah. who has the mo- access to the most resources. It yeah. fucking is a document uploaded on Google Drive. Yeah. And the file name is ECGRC2020 underscore for uploading.pdf. <laughs> Come on, la, guys. I, I say it's, they fucking rushed. So, so guess who... Guess who was activated overnight? Who was the very bottom oh person activated God. overnight to make this work? Like, I'll give who? you a, the non-essential artist in, in charge of putting all this together. Oh, ah. that's true. Huh? So that yours keeps true. saying non-essential artist. Now he helped you put together Together We Care at East Coast Law. Together We Care. Because <laughs> yeah, you look at the poster, wow. Together is very nicely designed, but We Care at East Coast are just, it's just text. True, <laughs> <la. laughs> true. But honestly, like, I can't get over the file name. Yeah, okay, yeah, like yeah. F- underscore for uploading dot PDF. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> you know, like you can tell like this one they didn't want to put it on their own website and all that. Like, just fucking get it out to the world. Okay, put it in Google Drive and link it. Which is the truth ah, because someone damn. someone uh, I remember I saw a meme pointing out that uh Workers Party was using Amazon services to upload stuff. Uh ah. and then uh, I think SDP was using Google Drive or or, or or no, sorry, PSP was using Google Drive. And uh, only PAP was using Windows servers to upload stuff. <laughs> so suddenly, eh, how come now suddenly Google Drive for, for PAP means... Because the person probably was at home, they couldn't yeah, get access, they need yeah. the pin to access their servers. Then they're like, oh fuck, we can't, I forgot it, to bring my token, shit, god yeah, damn it. After the speech came out, they're like, oh fuck, okay, call the designer, call the designer. Hey, <laughs> call but the I, designer, I, I, I'm on leave today. No, 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 you gotta do yeah, it. Right. Just upload it yeah, for... Your leave just, is non-essential. Yeah, yeah. yeah, your leave non-essential. Underscore for upload so we know that that's the one. <laughs> And we don't yes. accidentally upload your family, your family videos or something. Yeah, not for review, not for check or anything. For uploading, upload, upload that fucking document. Don't fuck it up, okay? Don't yeah. fuck it up. So if you oh, go and check later and then you find brilliant. that the, the file has been renamed, that means maybe someone heard this podcast and then quickly told them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. What the fuck, man? Oh my god. Uh, kudos to kudos to PAP for owning it, <laughs> Wow, owning it means yeah, yeah like owning it. But yeah, but yeah the, this is Chapalang that was the end of the Chapalang. The the one mini segment we have is just for me to 
clarify some of the stuff I said in previous podcasts oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently not factually true, which I yeah. which I acknowledge, which is what I want to correct as well, okay, and Mr. also Tilani, to kind of respond to. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm, I'm issuing my public apology. No, Mr. Tilani, you have uh, <laughs> one and a half minutes. Your time starts. Oh, now. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, you know the foreigners, right? There's there's too many foreigners in Singapore, and yeah, no, I won't go down that path. <laughs> but basically, uh, first of all, to to it was highlighted on Reddit. So thank you so much, our Yalabad redditors. I think someone pointed out that in Yalabad episode sixty three, when we were doing like uh just a what the fuck roundup of the start of the elections, I mentioned that in the twenty eleven uh, general elections, it was the first time PAP didn't get majority vote but still won. And uh, appointment prudent, who's the the name of the redditor. Uh, clarified that okay according to most sources as well as Wikipedia PAP won more than 60% of the popular vote and it is correct I was wrong and I was just asking Terence before this hey why did I think that they didn't win majority votes but you pointed out that it was the first time they lost a GRC so that was the monumental incident and not so much them getting less uh, than majority vote like, they got less votes than the previous election I think by like 7% so I apologise for that and we will be putting a clarification in the show notes of that as well mm. Yeah, that's yeah. It, it. So, that's it. And okay, okay. Uh, I think the other thing was uh, quite a few people were asking for our thoughts uh, on on the manifestos and what will be the implications of like not having a nine percent GST hike and all that. And as much as I am touched and honored that you think we will be able to contribute substantially to that conversation, I really don't think we are yeah. <laughs> qualified to give that sort of recommendation. Yeah. I think what we can give is, from our layman perspective, trying to understand the po- the politics, what uh, it makes us feel, what the concerns would be, but what the actual impact would be. Uh. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be guys, tough, man. Yeah, I mean, guys, I studied finance and I spent two years being a spreadsheet monkey looking at corporate yeah. spreadsheets, but this is like way beyond me. I mean, I'll just put it out there like, please don't <laughs> expect us to know if we if we cut GST by 1%, how many billion we'll save or whatever. Like, I really yeah. don't know. And, and I mean, we, we definitely appreciate the questions. And I think what we're trying to avoid is being just, just because we have a platform to talk, not talking about things that we are not in the best place to talk about. So what yeah. we want to focus on is our own understanding of what we see coming through media and, and, with uh, with a caveat that yeah we are politically interested we are not political experts yeah. and we can refer you to to certain issues uh, certain things that are being spoken about like, and I think the debate is one of the things that was great because James Lim specifically answered the question of of uh, the the compromise that needs to be made with with minimum wage uh, minimum wage and where those things are going to be funded yeah. so so please do keep the comments coming we are going to yeah. respond to as many as we can yeah. and where we can't we will explain why la. yeah so so yeah I, I think we always want to do the disclaimer that we are not experts uh, finance or economics or anything but we yeah. do read a lot and we will be gladly point you to to the things that we read as well as uh, to smarter people who will have better a better opinion about these things. Uh. But if you want a general understanding of what is going on and maybe laugh laugh about certain things like together we care East yeah. Coast plan, please come to <laughs> us. <laughs> or if you want to ask us stuff that, that is more about, I don't know, like... Uh, I think okay, just just as a man, uh, as a note, just ask us anything you want. Uh, yep. We will try and answer. We'll try and respond as best we can. But where we can't, we will explain. Yeah, why? Like yep. what I just said, like two minutes ago. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I wanted to clarify. And so we that go to our what one shook thing, right? Which is yeah, one shook thing. Yeah, I mean, as much as Shit. we said that it should be aside <laughs> from politics, I think since the request is it there, uh, I will say that if you go and Google the 1988 general election debate and check out the yeah. videos of it. What you will see is what I've been discussing about. 
the last polit- televised political debate in Singapore featuring JB Jeratnam, Chum Si Tong, a uh, very young Go Chok Tong, and an even younger Lee Hsien Loong. And you, then you watch that and it's really quite something to behold. Uh. Like what, what struck yeah. you when you saw it? Because I know you were like jizzing your pants when you saw it. Uh. Yeah, I was, man. I mean, I've heard JB Jeratnam was like, was like a badass. Uh, and to see that, right, in... Uh, to just grill Go Chok Tong and Lee Sien Lu, who in later years became very, very prominent uh, politicians, and to almost see them struggle to deal with his interrogation, right, was holy shit, man. That yeah. was, that was, that was crazy, man. For for context wise, right, last time the this the televised uh, debate debates were slightly different in format, in that the first half was kind of the same like question answer kind of thing, but the second half of it, you know what they did? They gave each side each side like the PAP side and the opposition side. 12 minutes to grill each other. 12 full minutes mm. to just sit there and grill each other like how you you, you saw JBJ grill uh, Go Chok Tong and Lee Hsien Loong and vice versa. La. So I think the yeah. whole debate is somewhere online on YouTube. So you go and check it out. It's it's quite something to to behold. La. And then it made me really think, you know, when I was in school, sometimes I go to Raffles City and I would see JBJ Ratnam standing outside the MRT ringing a bell asking people to buy his book to raise money for his bankruptcy proceedings. Mm. And it's like, mm. I mean, essentially, he I think he, he died a bankrupt, if I'm not wrong. Uh, they wanted yeah. to verify, but he died a bankrupt because of he got sued for a lot of things. So, yeah, it's just, wow, you really see the the fates of these like people who, who devoted their life to politics, like, you know, where they were at their apex and where they were at their lowest. And it's, wow, it's quite something to behold. Yeah, and now his son is uh, leading the Reform Party. But Can I think I he's still right on stay-home notice, I think he cannot. Oh, he, is it? Yeah, he because he came in from UK, so he's on stay home notice until all the way until election day or something. Uh. Wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, the planning <laughs> planning there not very good, uh, Unfortunately, yeah. But so that was yeah. my one shock thing. Okay. Uh, my my one shock thing was uh a video I saw from from someone I've spoken about previously called uh, Mark Rabier. Mm. You know the guy who. Um, does this yeah again no but but now he has a new thing that I think is just something worth celebrating because um, he started off doing like these live streams in quarantine uh, where he would take callers uh, take uh, callers get uh, an idea and come up with a song on the spotlight and they're normally fucking hilarious and towards the end he actually he and his team decided to do a tour around drive-in theatres so he actually released a video that shows highlights of the concert like, and there's drone shots of like these concentric circles of cars and I just thought like holy shit this is one one effort and not just him his whole team that they're kind of really adapted to the situation we are in like. and I think anyone in performance entertainment content creation just watching that well, I, I felt like oh shit you know you can think about oh the, the, the impact COVID has had on media and all that but to see how successful that was right was pretty dope yeah? mm. so it's on his Instagram and, and it's just like a 12 minute video that, that summarizes the his tour which has ended already la. cool cool yeah super Some cool entertainment outside of the general yeah. elections yes so and we will yeah. see everyone again tomorrow right yeah tomorrow uh, so enjoy the rest of the day ping us if you want us to talk about anything specific and until then peace vote fearlessly